Listening to Battle Red Radio. You're listening to the bonus portion of an episode Tim Rivers McCown and I did titled Daddy Loves You Lots, which discussed the Texans hiring of Nick Casario to be their general manager, Deshaun Watson's frustration with the GM and head coach hiring process, Jack Easterby's role in the entire thing, the Texans' upcoming head coaching search, and where the Texans go from here. If you haven't, go back and listen to part one. If you have, here's the bonus portion where we talk about everything from what the Texans should do to Brand Cooks to Julian Davenport, of course, and how uh, I came across the Josh Allen jersey. Enjoy the show, everybody. about you, Tim? Do you have anything else you would add before the show ends tonight? And do you have any hot, super wildcard round predictions for tomorrow? Uh, I'll get to the super wildcard predictions in a minute, but what I would really be more interested to hear is, is Rivers, give us a little bit of a preview on what you think about Brandon Cooks because Weston and I talked about what to do with him uh, in, I guess, early part of this week. What would you do with Brandon Cooks? Do you bring him back? I would trade him personally. But yeah, there he complicated. Go. He complicated that a lot. It just makes me want to trade him more. <laughs> I just want to trade him well, even now more. He's now he's forbidden. You've got to. <laughs> no, no. I, I really do think he's your best chance of getting real draft value back. Um, what could you get? What could you get for Brandon Cooks? I think you get a second again. Wow! Wow, Weston, do you think you could get a second? I think you could get. I would do it for a third. Um, it would depend on the team, I guess. But you, I don't know. I don't know if you can get a second. I think you can get at least like an early third. Can I hot take you? Can I hot take you? Yeah, let's hear it. I think I think I think Cooks could go back to New England. Okay. Yeah, they could use like a receiver like that. Yeah, and I think that uh, I'm not. I'm not think. I'm positive that Casario has a a. A bushel full of his projects that he'd love to see play for the Texans. So okay, so like he would maybe do like a, a player for player trade. Like here's Brandon Cooks and here's these three guys that I really love for like the third string, you know, tied in. Or here's Brandon. Here's Brandon Cooks for a third round pick and you know, Derek Rivers or somebody like yeah. that. I, I don't know, but you know, or Devin Asiasi. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, that's interesting. Or Michael Owenayu. If you could get if you could get a two if you could get a two for Cooks, I, you trade him. I just am blown away. You guys think you could get a two for him? I think he's. I think objectively, what he did this year is worth a second round pick, uh, especially okay. with no guaranteed money left on his deal. But I, I mean, it, it, would would you? I get if it's a second round pick, you absolutely trade him. I'd agree with that. But if you can't get a two for him. Wouldn't you rather bring him back, guarantee him some money for 2022? No, I wouldn't. And franchise Will Fuller? There's not a number that you would guarantee him for 2022? I, I, w- I would rather bring him back than trade him for a third-round pick. 
I don't. I rather him for a third round pick just mainly because like the way yeah. he won this year was like he just won. He just ran deep crossing routes. Like he doesn't. He's already lost some speed and those like vertical like double moves. I think he ran that one uh, like week sixteen. Then he ran that one against uh, Chase Claybrooks. Uh, against Jacksonville, but like that sideline receiving stuff just hasn't been there. And he has to beat guys by so far downfield because he's so tiny as well. And it's hard to throw short crossing routes to him because he's tiny too. And so I don't know, like I think he's already starting to climb, even though he's only 27. And so I'd rather get out sooner rather than later. And with his, with how much money he's owed, um, I think even like a third round pick would be worth getting off that contract now too. I think a lot of like his numbers too, just because like there was nobody else available you know, like he's the best receiver on a team where it's like it's him and Stephen Mitchell on the outside, and like that's more do with like I think he was very good. This year. Yeah, I think he was very good this year. I think he's very total good this agree, year. total agree. Um, I think he was great, and I don't know that his performance will ever necessarily be better than it was this year. That's also get a two, yeah. That's also, if you can yeah. get a two, if you can get a two, I'm I'm with both of you. You trade him, I think probably for a three, man. I. I still probably trade him, but I'm yeah. I'm I'm torn I'm torn about it. I'm really well, really he, torn about it for a three. The other thing about that is like when you look at how this free agency class is going to play out, I think they're kind of in an advantageous position here in that you can trade Cooks, and he has no money on that contract. So you know you're making up that contract from scratch from scratch a little bit. So you can get a low cap number on that if you're a team mm-hmm. uh, trying to trade for him as opposed to say there's a big free agent class this year wide receivers who, you know, they might take more upfront money. And I think that's kind of a little bit of leverage the Texans might have there. That's really, really interesting. I hadn't even I had not even thought about trading cooks. To me it was always more about, you know, either you're either you're cutting him to save the money or you're trying to renegotiate a way to give him some guaranteed money to to make it more attractive for him to be here. I just have always been in the or not always been in the mind recently that you're going to tag Fuller, you're going to figure out a way to bring back Cooks. That makes wide receiver less of a pressing concern for the immediate future. And well, that is, you would... This is why you read the piece, Tim. And this is why you donate um, maybe $600 a season to hear my analysis. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I, I, but you're telling me the piece is not up yet. Right, but it will be. So, so I can't read it. Not yet. I can't read it. Instead, yeah. instead, I just have to sit here and talk to you until you hang up. And then, uh, and then, and then, attempt to jump back in. Uh, let, so, keeping on the wide receiver note, do you? I know, I know, uh, Weston believes without a doubt that you tagged Will Fuller. Are you of the same mind, Rivers? Not anymore, but I mean, I definitely want to keep him. I'm just not sure if tagging him is the best financial thing they can do. I think that he might be amenable to even a lower deal. I, I think maybe. You know, you look at if you're Will Fuller and you look at what you did to Deshaun Watson this year, and you're like, if I make it to free agency healthy, I, I will make 15 million a season. I think you might take, you know, a one year nine million dollar deal or something like uh, that. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, you're not so you're not take you're not signing him to a long term deal. Uh, I mean, I'm open to it. I absolutely am open to it. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I don't think that there's necessarily a lot of desire for that on the Fuller side. If Will, if Will Fuller hits the open market, he gets upwards of, let's call it $14 million a year, right? Maybe not in this class. Okay. Okay. I, I think it's, I think he's a dude that if he hits the open market, he absolutely uh, breaks the bank. He's not going to, he's not going to reset the market or anything, but I think he absolutely gets 
14, 15 million dollars a year purely because of what he's done and the hope that he can stay healthy uh, and do it again. I, I, I think I think it's a no brainer for the Texans to tag him this year. I don't necessarily disagree with you as far as how I want it to play out. I mean, I definitely think that he is the best receiver they've had they have by far at this point. However, when you look at both the cap play situation that these teams have now and the fact that you're going to free agency against Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, uh-huh. Juju Smith-Schuster, Corey Davis, T.Y. Hilton, Curtis Samuel, Marvin Jones. Like, there's a lot of good receivers this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's going to make $13 million this year. I think a lot of those dudes are getting tagged. Well, I don't know. I think I, know. I think a lot of – Chris Godwin's not. But I think a lot of those – I think, you know – You think they're going to tag Allen Robinson? I mean, if you're if you're the Bears, so you've got uh, you're not you've declined Trubisky's fifth year option. Uh-huh. So where so you're able to? I think you're able to spend some money. I, look, if Allen if Allen Robinson was available on the free agent market, I wouldn't be opposed to the Texans throwing money at him. Well, see, this is why I kind of like trading Brandon Cooks, Tim. You coming around? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I would, I would so that, love is, I would love to trade Brandon Cooks and get Corey Davis. And just have like a physical guy to pair with Will Fuller. Yeah. And like yeah. really good guy Corey to Davis catch too. Sure. Davis has been a pretty big disappointment in Tennessee though. Until this year, and like the end yeah. of last year. He's he's an interesting player. I don't think, like I think he. It's weird because he's like the opposite of Brandon Cooks almost. Mm-hmm. Like he is a big physical guy who has no chance of winning deep at all. Like that is not what he does man to man. But anything else you can want on the field, you can he can do it, and he can block his ass off. Mm-hmm. I just like having a receiver group that does different things. And I think Houston's receiver yeah. group has too many small, tiny, fast guys. There's too Agree many of that. them, you know? Yep. So, so let me ask you guys both this. All right. So, so paint the wide receiver, paint your ideal wide receiver, uh, group, so to speak for this next season. What are you doing with Fuller? What are you doing with cooks? Who are you signing in free agency? I'm not going to ask you who you're going to draft because we don't have draft picks, but trading, who are, trading, who are trading Cobb, trading Cobb. To, for what? <laughs> Anything. For what? Anything. I don't think it's happening. Not with the money he's making. I, I think Randall Cobb is a Texan I think, next I think year. He's a little bit more valuable than Whitney Merciless is. I think he's got I think at so least too. a little. I think somebody could get attached to the idea of having him on the team. I don't. I think I, he might take a pay cut to do it. But I think I think he's I think he's much more valuable than Whitney Merciless is because I don't think Whitney Merciless is valuable in any way, shape or form at this point in his career, especially given the the money that he's making. But I don't I mean, they they totally misplayed the wide receiver market last year with Cobb paying him nine million a year. They sure did. When the the market totally cratered. I don't think so. So you're somehow that gets lost in the disaster that gets lost in the disaster last offseason. They really signed. Randall Cobb, like like twenty four hours after they traded Hopkins, they were like, "Got to get Randall Cobb up here." <laughs> Three thirty. There are a whole lot. There are a whole lot worse decisions they made. It 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 gets overshadowed by it. It's not even close to the worst decision they made last off season. Uh, so I mean, realistically, what are you going to get for Randall Cobb if you trade him? I think you might get a sixth round pick. Oh, do it in a second. Okay, that'd be incredible if you get that. Well, you, you trade him for a sixth in a second. I would, I would trade him for a seventh. I would trade him for a swap. 
Just to get the money off the books. Yes, yes, I would. I'm sure there's like a so, like a special teams like a, a four safety you could get for Randall Cobb maybe. Okay. So so Randall Cobb, according to both you, in, in your perfect world, he's gone. So who's? I guess a better way to put it would be this. Weston, give me your top four receivers for the Houston Texans next year via trade, draft, free agency, whatever. Well, I guess it'd be Fuller and Cutie, and uh, and then after that, like I really don't know. I guess like, and I guess you you would keep Farrell Brown. But I would I would keep Farrell Brown and Aikens, and uh, see what you can do with Kahali. You know, even as like a third tight end. But then like Just I don't know stop. what else, I don't know what else you would do. Is I, I, I like that. To- I, I like your top I like four the receivers and the third name out of your. And the third that's name the fifth. out of your mouth was that's Pharaoh the... Brown. Well, that's the third, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what you... I, out of your mouth was Pharaoh Brown. I just don't know who who would be available for agency just His yet. The name out of your mouth was Kahali Warren. <laughs> okay. Let, let, me, let me go. Uh, Will Fuller. You can't do any worse. <laughs> Will Fuller, Sammy Watkins. I think that's a cheap deal. And then okay. QT and Hanson as 3-4. Uh, and and we're assuming that you get a. This is assuming you get a two for Brandon Cooks. This is assuming you get a three for Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, and you get a a six for Randall Cobb. I'll take a seventh. I'll take a swap. I'm not wow. so on on those things, but. So you are you are and and with Will Fuller, this is a tag deal, or you're or what are you doing? I think it's like one year, ten million. If you're uh, Will Fuller, why would you sign a one year deal for ten million with the Texans? Why wouldn't you say because tag you want to play Sean Watson? Me? Yeah, but I, I mean, if you're this is a second contract. If you're Will Fuller, I don't understand why you wouldn't say tag me or I. I, I guess what it comes down to is who's going to pay a fundamental him? difference. Yeah, well, we just that's the thing is I think that there yeah. is a number of teams that would pay him more than one year, $10 million. Right. I think there might be five teams that would pay him that. Okay. I think, I think there, I, I mean, if you've got I'm money, just saying, spend, I'm just saying one year here, just one year, uh, not, not uh, right. Not $2 million a year. Okay. If, uh, fair enough. If you get one year deal, that's why if I'm the, if I'm Will Fuller and we're talking one year deals, you know, if you're the Texans tag me or I'm going somewhere else. Unless you're just mm-hmm. that I th- I nuts think, about the situation the depth, in Houston. I think the depth really works out for the Texans this year as far as replacing people if, if, if it comes to that. Okay. So so now, uh, Weston, do you want to reevaluate your answer and not have Pharaoh Brown as your third wide receiver? I'm just so – I'm not in the right brain space at all for it. Like, I don't know who has <laughs> cap space, who doesn't yet. I haven't gone through and rolled this stuff down. I haven't checked the free agents yet. Um, so I don't know who's available or not. So, but I would say like on the Texans, you would keep those guys at least, and then and then try to find one more, two more receivers in for agency next year. Both David Johnson and Duke Johnson are getting cut. Agreed. I keep Duke. I, I would cut David. I think David's getting cut for sure. Right. What, not, maybe not Duke. I'm not really sure about Duke. Okay. I, I'll tell you what, if uh, Joe Brady's your coach, Duke Johnson, I think, becomes a whole lot more likely to stay on the roster. Yeah, I mean, that definitely – and I think if Joe Brady's there, I and mean, that's kind of a fit for what Watson does best going empty. Like, Duke mm-hmm. Johnson is the fit for that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And uh, what do you – I know 
Weston, we've talked about briefly what you would do at guard. Rivers, what do you do to address, uh, I guess, left and right guard, assuming Nick Martin's not going anywhere? I mean, I think you've got to – if you're not getting rid of Martin, I think you've got to roll with, with 405, bring back Sharping, and see what happens. I mean, yeah. just with how bad the line was this year, I feel like there's definitely more of a sense in my mind that it's about – the coaching than anything. Mm-hmm. And Zach Fulton's gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Not close. It's okay. it, it really uh, is amazing how much worse he got in Houston than what he was doing in Kansas City, like in every aspect of his game. He's been better here than Jeff Allen was, though, right? Yes. <laughs> well. Yes, he well, was. I'll hundred percent say he was. I I don't know, man. Jeff Allen was wearing a bib the entire time he was in Houston. <laughs> Jeff Allen actually played football games, though. Well, Jeff Allen was a better left tackle as well, too. Than Zach Fulton was? That's yes. True. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. Can't, you, can't take, you can't take that away from Jeff Allen. Never will. You can't take that away from Jeff Allen. So, I mean, so let me ask you both this. Like, if, if things work out the way you hope they do, I mean, you're uh, Weston. You, you want who to be hired as the head coach. Uh, as of right now, since Bienemy isn't an option, from what it sounds like, number one for me is Dable, and like I know his offense wasn't great last year, but I think that had more to do with what was going on with Josh Allen, like his his progression as a player, and uh, and like not and like they and like adding Stephon Diggs has been you know, remarkable, and again like they have like seven different receivers there, and I think just like his ability to generate a good quick passing offense that's based off the spread empty formations, I think replaces really well here in Houston. I don't really think of him as a New England guy either, just because of how long ago he was in New England too. So I'm, I'm Dable is my guy. Cole, he made Cole Beasley second team All Pro. Uh, that that was he really second that was team one All Pro. Vote. Okay. <laughs> Cole Beasley was second team on All Pro. Yes. <laughs> uh, he, he, look, the fact that he got votes, credit to Brian Dable. Uh, but <laughs> sure. Sure. But regardless, regardless. Uh, so who's your number two? Dable. I I, I understand Dable's your number Smith. one. And the Arthur Smith. But I think I want Arthur Smith to be. I want him to stay in Tennessee because it's too much fun with him in Tennessee. Uh, but I think Atlanta's a better fit for him than Houston is. But my only concern with Smith is just like how well can you generate an outside zone running attack in Houston? But he's learned from like five different coaches in Tennessee. I think he'd be able to turn Watson into like I think he'd be able to develop an offense around Watson well that gets like spread and shotgun base. Tennessee has some aspects of it, uh, but they mainly operate of eleven and they go like instead of like going like five wide receivers. But I think Arthur Smith can figure it out pretty well in Houston. He's just kind of like a aloof guy, and like the leadership stuff may be a bit more of a concern with him than some of the other guys who are out there. At Rivers, am I right that your top two are Brady and Arthur Smith? Yes, correct. Okay. So I think, I mean, I, I, at this point, I think that Brady, I think that Brady's the most likely candidate, uh, assuming Deshaun signs off on it. Cause the enemy, I guess it was Christian Faria reported earlier today that the enemy wants nothing to do with the Texans and that he's going to be the Jets head coach. So, yeah. I, and, and, and I don't, truth be told, I don't even know how much that upsets me because I think that, uh, there's a lot of unknowns about the enemy. Yeah. It sounds terrible. That, yeah. That, that I would, a lot of unknowns about the enemy that, that if the uh, – I, I certainly would have wanted the Texans to interview him. But the idea that uh, they would go in a different direction, whether it's their choice or his, 
it doesn't disturb me that much. The only reason it would upset me at all is because Deshaun might be pissed. Yeah. It kind of sounds like a disaster being me going to New York. I, just, I don't. I, I mean, just don't like the way it looks. You're the one who think, you're the one who you're the one who thinks the Jets is a is a good gig. Yeah, but I just don't. I don't know. I just like have a bad feeling about. It. Like I don't like the way it looks aesthetically. You know, I just see it not working out well. <laughs> I don't like you're the way when you, the enemy looks in green. Yeah, it's just my. <laughs> so when you say aesthetically, you mean the enemy going to the Jets, not the enemy shunning the Texans. Yes, it's my it's my okay. uh, my feminine intuition. <laughs> okay, you just think. You think that him going to the Jets is a bad gig? Now, I, I, I'll, I'll circle back because you guys kind of touched on this earlier. I'll ask both of you this. Uh, yeah, the Jets have the second pick in the draft. Sam Darnold's under contract. Uh, Weston, are you keeping Sam Darnold or are you taking Justin Fields second overall? I would take Fields and try to trade Darnold for, I don't know what you can get. I have no idea. I love the idea of him going to getting traded Indy just because it comes complete circle after they trade three second-round picks, whoever it was, to trade and draft them. It's too perfect, you know. I want the four. I, I, ah, there you go. I, I really want the Colts to acquire Carson Wentz because that has yes. the potential yes. to be a really bad contract. That, that would that's, be nice. That's my preference. That's that my would preference. be nice. But God, I hate unfortunately, the Colts. I, Chris Ballard's not returning my pages, so I don't. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think it's going to happen. Rivers, what what would you, what do you do if you're running the Jets? You take Fields second, or do you keep Darnold? I might I might waffle on Fields. I, I would consider trading down for one of the other quarterbacks as well. But yeah, I would definitely trade Darnold. There's no question about that. I don't like him. You're sure with. both. So it's that, so you're sure Darnold's not the guy. I don't think he's the guy. No, it's it's not that I'm sure he isn't. It's just like really improbable that he isn't. You know, like there's like five percent of him is good, but like nine percent's crap. And it's like, how do you, who do you think had the best passing yard game for the Jets this year? Joe Flacco. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was Joe Flacco. (laughs) That Joe Flacco game uh, where he like threw like 27 completions was the funniest thing I've ever seen this year. The game where he was picking on the Patriots quarterbacks on Monday night. Yeah. And everybody was like, what is happening here? (laughs) That was the weirdest game of the year. So, so both of you, so, Weston, you could be sold on Darnold. Uh, Rivers, you definitely are out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. Okay. All right. And I guess, I mean, with the Colts, it's it's likely that this is Rivers' last year. So are you scared? If Well, I guess, Rivers, by your answer, if, if the Colts trade for Sam Darnold, you're happy. If they trade for Carson Wentz, you're happier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's... Uh, it sounds like Weston, if, if the Colts traded for Sam Darnold, you would have some level of concern. Yeah. I don't know if level of concern is it, but it's more like, I think Rye can maybe do something there. Free, right. free, free Jacob Eason, free Jacob Eason. Come on guys. Do you, like, do you actually like Eason? <laughs> no, but I wanted the Colts. <laughs> I, I hate the Colts so much. Like I like a lot of their players, but I just hate that entire franchise. I just think Chris. I think Chris Ballard's too smart to uh, to trade for Carson Wentz without there being significant protection in terms of that contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, and the Eagles may have to give a pick back to be able to trade that contract too. Well, I mean, unless the, people once said the same thing about the Cardinals and David Johnson, and look what happened. <laughs> yeah, all you need is one Bill O'Brien to make that happen. 
All you need is one Jack Easterby. Yeah. And you know, when, when the Texans when the Texans trade uh, trade Deshaun, and they go ahead and send a uh, send a two to send a second round pick to uh, to the Eagles for uh, Carson Wentz. Remember, you heard it here first. Or game on. Uh, whatever callous about the one possession record thing too. That was just like. That was Bill O'Brien telling him that exactly like yes. three years ago. Yep. He's like, yep. yeah, well, what's important, yep. Cal, is playing close and winning at the end because it's a tough league. It's really hard to win games. This league's like, yes, it is, Bill. And then he's just been yes, waiting the four way years he, the to way say he that. Plays it, it is. The way he plays it, it is. The way he plays it. Fellas, if there's nothing else I've learned in the last few years from Bill O'Brien and Tom Herman, it's that winning is really, really, really hard. <laughs> and you should never, ever – turn up your nose at a win no matter how it happened or how ugly it was. I really thought I really thought that uh he'd be good too, man. You talking about Herman? Yeah. I yeah, really me did. too. Me too. I, I I might have missed on that, which is crazy for me because I'm normally so right about all these things. <laughs> well I should have known I was in uh, trouble when you agreed with me. <laughs> yeah, as I look at my Xavier Adibi autograph football. I was, I'm normally so right about these things that it's crazy that I missed on Herman and nearly everything else. But that's all right. We've got Sark now, so we're good. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Are you excited oh, for that? Set. Are you excited for the Sarkeesian? Uh, <laughs> bringing it full circle back to rationalizing things. Uh, <laughs> I, I have, I've come to grips with it. Uh, I thought that Urban Meyer was going to be the head coach at Texas. Now it sounds like he'll be the head coach in Jacksonville. Which, by the way, I don't think is going to work out for him if he goes to the NFL. Even with Trevor Lawrence, I think I, I, everything that I've read and know about Urban Meyer seems like it's going to be really, really hard for him to be a professional, uh, an NFL coach. I think over it's, over under he, seventeen games of Urban, or, or Urban Meyer in, in Jacksonville. Hmm. Oh, oh, definitely over, definitely over. I'd say okay. I'd say for okay. sure. Now, if, now if you said uh, over under thirty three games, mm-hmm. I would. I would be tempted to take the under. How much? But how I, I much think, Adderall is he taking in this scenario? <laughs> I think he's got I some know. real. I think he's got some real Bobby Petrino potential here, though. There, there is an absolute chance if things go. But at the same time, like you have Trevor Lawrence. Um, I, I mean, how bad do you think the Jags are next year, assuming they take Trevor Lawrence? Not as bad as you assume, want them to be. <laughs> right, no, for sure. But assume they take Trevor Lawrence and Urban Myers, their head coach. How bad do you think they are next year? I don't think they're they're nowhere close to as bad as they were this year. I think there's things to look at on their roster and kind of feel encouraged about. They're a six win team with Urban Meyer, maybe. I think that's probably right. I still I can't believe. I don't. Right. I still can't believe they went one fifteen this year too. I don't think he's that good of a yep. coach anymore. I think that's the problem. Yeah, he's he's won everywhere he's been, but the last two jobs. He, Yes, absolutely. The last two jobs, the last two jobs he left because uh, I guess under dubious circumstances, both times citing health issues, um, which I, I, I really, I truly thought he was going to be the next head coach at UT. I thought that's how things were lined up. I, I actually was all the way. I was, I was one of those people who still believed even after he, even after it was said he wasn't going to take the job, that it was just a matter of Ohio State losing because he was trying to poach some of their people. Uh, and then they hire Sarkeesian. Uh, I don't know that Sarkeesian is an upgrade over Herman, but I think he's probably going to have a better staff, and we'll find out what happens. At this point, all I can do is be optimistic. If I actually thought about these things objectively and really kind of went through <laughs> them, I'd, I'd probably be a lot sadder <laughs> than I am. 
that's you know that's that's why that's why when the Texans hire Joe Brady here in the next week, I'm going to I'm going to sell it like it's going out of style. That's why you got to rationalize everything, right? That's what I do. It's what I do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's who I am. It's what I do. It's part of fandom. I mean, I just I don't know um, if you're the Jags and you get or you get Trevor Lawrence. You've got some young skill position talent. You've got some stuff on the roster to be excited about. Uh, you know. Yeah, I think six wins next year is fair. Uh, and then depending on – I mean, we haven't looked at the schedule. We don't know what the Texans are going to look like. What would next year for the Texans – what next year for the Texans is a successful year? I think 8-8 eight and eight would be. No. I think 8-8 eight and eight with like – you have no. like six and four one-score games. No. And you have the 20th ranked defense. No. As like a floor of it is what I mean by that. Ten. Ten wins is successful. Like you have to have ten. It's successful, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll put it this way: uh, knowing that there's so much left in the off season, we have no idea how things are going to go. But, but to, I think was it you called it earlier? Sports radio garbage or sports radio yes. talk radio bullshit yes. or whatever? However, however you phrase it. Yes. However you want to phrase it. Uh, here we are. The Houston Texans in 2021. Their final record will be what? Rivers. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you really outdone yourself with this one. I have. I have. I'm, I'm just, proud I'm, of you. I'm I'm playing it out. Not I'm playing it out. Just not answering. Just not answering. You're just not answering? Just, not just answer. want to talk about ice bucket challenges and hope that people get confused and walk <laughs> I away. I want to talk about sparkling water ice bucket <laughs> challenges. What so but so Rivers, you say a successful season is ten years or ten wins, I should say. Uh Weston, you successful say eight season wins. is ten years away. <laughs> <laughs> You you said it, not me. That's going to be what people clip. Uh, so Rivers, you say ten ten wins is a is a success. Weston, you say eight is a success. Yeah, as a floor, as a floor. Uh, okay, so you're you're happy with how things have gone next year if they win eight games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what and uh, Rivers, you're happy if they win how many games next year? Ten games. You wow, have to show wow. Lots of- your expectations okay. are high. I used to think that when you had a franchise quarterback that your floor for wins was no worse than six and probably seven, and then this year happened. Yes. So, <laughs> so I, you know, I, I don't even know anymore. I, I think that Deshaun is such a special, a special player that next year playing a third-place schedule in the AFC, I would have to think that you're, that you're winning at least seven. I would hope you win at least seven and, you know, probably nine wins I would hope is where you're at next year, purely because of who your quarterback is and because your luck in one score games can't be as bad two years in a row. <laughs> and there's no you're way, right. the, there's no way the Never rushing happened. offense can be so bad also next year. Either it doesn't matter that much, but there's well, but no there way are so be that many, bad. There are so many of those things this year. Like there was no way the rushing offense could be that bad for so many games. There was no way the play action pass game could just be fucking terrible over and over again. <laughs> There's no way that the defense continued to not be able to stop a run. There's no way that the cornerbacks would ever be worse and somebody, some young players would get better. And that did happen all season. But that was lightning That's in a bottle. Cool. It can't happen two years in a row. <laughs> oh. Guys are too tough, smart, and dependable. It won't happen two years in a row. That that Casario Once... clip you pulled Rivers made me absolutely sick. <laughs> Daddy absolutely sickening. <laughs> You circle back to that. You circle back to Casario 
uh, saying that he loves his children and that makes you sick. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. There's nothing he can do. There's nothing he can do to get you onto his side. So, I mean, so uh, let me ask you one more prediction. Uh, J.J. Watt is a Texan next year. Yes or no, Rivers? No. Weston? I would say no. Uh, okay. J.J. Watt uh, is traded before next year. Yes or no, Rivers? Yes. Weston? Yeah, he had to be traded. And, he has, and he's going to okay. pick, too. He's going to pick where he wants to go. They won't him cut now. him. No, I don't no. think so. Okay. Rivers, since you think J.J. Watt is traded, the Texans get a what in return for him? Three. Weston? I hope a two, but I would say a three as well. So both of you are both of you think J.J. Watt gets traded for a third-round pick? Mm-hmm. Right. because of, Mostly because I think that after this disaster of a press conference, he's going to ask to be out. And once you, you once think you know, this press this press conference you think pushed him over the edge. I think continual employment of Jack Easterby will push him over the edge. Wow. I, I, I think the die was I think JJ the die was cast for JJ before this press conference. If he wanted out, it was before this press conference. Well and no, I, I don't I think he wanted out from what was happening, but he was willing to, to give the team a chance this offseason to change his mind. And Clearly, they ain't going to do that. <laughs> you don't think there's any coach they could hire or anyone they could bring in that would change J.J.'s mind? Probably. Okay. And you don't think there's anyone... Um, you don't think there's... You don't think that he values the idea of staying in Houston more than he does going someplace that he could win in the next two to three years? I think he values the idea of being a lifetime Texan a lot, but I think he also values the idea of getting a ring, and I don't think he trusts Jack Easterby. I think that that's what it comes down to for me. I don't think he trusts him. No one should trust Jack Easterby or Cal McNair at this point. Yes. And I don't think it's even like a ring thing for a while. I think it's also just like playing like fun, meaningful football, you know, and like having like really big moments and playing big games again. Um, instead of just like how empty this entire season was that he just kind of wallowed through, you know? Yeah. So, all right, I'll ask you this then. Next year, J.J. Watt is a member of what team, Rivers? God, I have no idea. I, I think there's no only a couple. Could... I think there's only a couple it could be, right? I have no idea who's going to move the cap space for that. I, I guess if I had to say one team that I think both has cap space, as far as I know, and also has a desire rim, probably the Packers. Weston? I don't, I mean, I just, like, after the season ends, I go back and look at cap space and everything else, and I don't really know. But I think one of the things, like, about it being a third round pick is, like, a good team is probably going to trade for him, and a good team wouldn't give up a second round pick for Watt. And so that's why I think he'll be traded for a third. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I, I could see it be a, like the Packers or, you know, like, I mean, like a team that's going to be at least a playoff contender probably next year. Um, but I don't, I have, I don't know at all. I don't know all the cap space stuff all the time in my head right now. If, Ask me in five if, weeks. Hold it up. Right Ask here. me in hold five right weeks. Here. The Packers are actually twenty-two million over the cap right now, so that might not happen. You know, twenty-two I, million over the cap. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, the okay. Ch- the Chargers have thirty-three million cap space next year. I could see that. He go to Los Angeles and play in the ruins over there. 
Why would he want I, to play for a team that has no fans? Yeah, but they're gonna be good though, at least. Are they? You think? Yeah, I think they're gonna be really good next year. Don't don't we say this like every year? Yeah, but yeah, Herbert's like, yeah. so good though. Like Herbert's the best young quarterback in the league. So then, who who's the Chargers' next head coach, Weston? Uh, Jason Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Eat shit. No, nah, I don't. Real. Think, I. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I I think I've only seen them that they were interviewing Garrett. I don't know what they're up to right now. Well, they interviewed the enemy. If I was the enemy, I'd go to Los Angeles. Going to New York doesn't make any sense to me. It's gross. But yeah, if he goes to LA, I think that would work out really well. It's gross. It's, gross. Okay. it's nasty. You know what? So I, be a million cap space. Indianapolis. I I think if I think if JJ gets traded, the teams that he goes to are either the Packers, Steelers, or Bears. Right. For personal re- for personal reasons entirely, his wife's in Chicago. The Packers are the boyhood okay. team. His brothers are in Pittsburgh. I think okay. it's one of those three. And I might even I might even go so far as to say if he's cut or has a chance to sign with any team, it's one of those three. I like that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't know that there's anywhere else he would go that would give him a better chance to win than any of those three, and that that checks more boxes. Um, Denver has a lot of ex-Texans there. Maybe you can go play Kareem and, and AJ Boye over there. But then he would be, but then he would be casting his lot with Drew Locke. And I don't, there, I can't imagine that happens. I can't imagine where, where Locke is the starter again there next year. I think he, he I, I, mean, Tim, I think Tim, he is. Tim, let me, let me pass this to you since you're asking all the questions. I want to ask a question. I want this question. If they hired Wade Phillips, would JJ stay? You know, Rivers, one time I did the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and then I then I saw a wall and I went and played golf. Uh, yes, he would absolutely stay. I think he loves Wade Phillips. I don't I, again, I don't think JJ wants to leave. I think he's looking for any reason to stay because I'll, I think I'll he knows question. how special Deshaun is. Follow up question. Okay. Is there any defensive coordinator that the Texans could get that would be better than Wade? Any defensive coordinator the Texans could get that would be better than Wade. We're talking about for 2021? 2021. No. I mean, that pretty much says it all, doesn't it? No, I don't think I, I don't think there would be. Well, and even if Wade didn't want to coach in a DC role, like I think he would be welcome to be like that Cronell role where he's like a special assistant, like is up in the booth and helps out in the organization, you know. I think he'd for sure be up for that, you know. It, well, he, he's he's been sort of publicly campaigning since he got fired by by McVay to, to get back in the league, and I guess he talked to a couple people, but it never really happened. I would bring him back in a second because I mean, who's who who is going to be uh, at sort of exactly what River said? What's what's your better option? And coming back to Joe Brady, if he's sort of a, a follows the McVay path, he's an offensive guy. Find somebody to turn the defense over to. Wade Phillips would make a whole lot of sense, especially if there was some sort of succession plan put into where, hey, Wade, we, we need to figure out somebody that's going to be succeeding you for in one to two years. Let's figure out who that is now so you can bring them along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That makes sense. I, 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 think that, I think that Joe Brady is, is the Texans' next head coach. I think it – assuming John won't be in Cabo for two weeks. I think probably, you know, maybe next year, next, maybe this time next week, Joe Brady's announced as the head coach. 
I think that might be too soon, but I do okay. think it'll happen, yeah. Okay. And and who do you think it's going to be, Weston? You think it's Brady? I know you said you wanted Dable and then Smith. Who do you think it'll actually be? Oh, it's gonna be Jerry Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Mayo. I'm, I just like Aaron Wilson writing that article. And I know. I know. It it's infuriating. It's a, it's sickening. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be Mayo. Okay. Here's here's the promise I want. If it is Jared Mayo, we do a podcast that Friday or Saturday night, starting at about 11 p.m. Okay. I'm not I'm not drinking until April, but I would drink that night if they hired Jared Mayo. That, I'm gonna hold you to that. I I'm gonna hold you to that. If 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 in fact Jared Mayo is the is the hire, I don't think he will be. Uh and I I can't that's actually now you've got me thinking too, is if if Joe Brady's the guy, if it comes with some sort of condition of this is who we want you to hire as your defensive coordinator. Yeah, that uh, makes if, total sense. If, if Joe Brady would say, I want the job bad enough, I'm willing to do it, I'm an offensive guy. Or if, or if he's willing to do what Matt with what uh, Matt Rule did when he turned down the Jets and said, "You're not going to tell me who my staff is." Yeah, I could see that for sure. I could see Mayo becoming the DC here if they hire someone like Brady instead. I would Rivers, your thoughts? I'd rather I'd rather wait for just two of them, though. You know, just get Wade involved. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're a big Wade guy. I don't think he's had a bad defense. In, in a long time, mm-hmm. since the 2013 he, Texans, where he, where, where everything fell apart. Yeah, I think historically, everything else. historically, historically, he's had he's had his his fair share of bad defenses, but it's certainly not in that first couple of years after he's taken the job. Yep. Yeah, it's I mean, like it's, some, it's something he said, like just at least be competent. You know, it's on the Dolphins' defense this year, just like adding enough competent players to go from. Uh, you know, like an awful linebacker. Go from like, I don't know, I can't remember the name of that linebacker they trade to the Raiders. But like, go from him like Van Grinkle. Like, that's an enormous improvement. I think it's kind of similar to the way like just to go from one of the worst DCs and we and Weaver. It's like something competent way makes enormous difference. I think we've I solved think so it too. tonight. I think we've solved it tonight. Then fire Jack Easterby, mm-hmm. hire Joe Brady, yep. Wade Phillips. We're back in business. Get Jay's right. a lot to stay. Extend them for two more years. Give them to stay. Good podcast. Yeah, Trade Brandon podcast. Cooks. We fit, we yep. fit, well, trade Brandon Cooks. That's that's you guys. I'm I'm. If you can get me a two, I'm in. A three, I I got to think about it. You can get me a second rounder. I'm tagging Fuller. I'm bringing back Cooks unless you can get me a two. If you can get me a three, I may still do it, but I gotta I gotta think hard about it. Who who's the running back next year with Duke Johnson? Assuming he stays, somebody you draft. Probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Jonathan Wells. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Vernon Morrency. James Allen, merciless. Sam Congato. Sam Congato, that's a good one. Uh, Wally Lundy could bring him back. <laughs> he's, he's he's got fresh legs. Um, that is Stacy Mac. Mac. That's a good one. The, the, the possibilities are endless, really. I think Steve Slane's neck is healed by now, you know? <laughs> Chris Brown on the option with the pass. Oh, my gosh. Love Steve Slayton. God, that I've one only, year. I, I've, only went to, I've only went to one Texans game, and it was the 2010 game in Jacksonville when Chris Brown fumbled into the end zone, and I haven't been back there since. Uh, we'll, we'll have to fix that this next year. You can watch, uh, you can watch uh, A.J. McCarron throw to um, – 
I don't know, Sammy Watkins, let's say that. Or or AJ 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 McCarron, AJ McCarron uncorking the Kiki QT. AJ um, McCarron AJ McCarron is going deep to the star gene. Right. There you go. After after Deshaun is traded to the Niners for a third round draft pick. And CJ Beathard. We gotta get Beathard though in that trade. Beathard. I think it's I think it's Bethard, but No, Beathard, it's Beathard. Beathard. Beathard's good too. He's tough, smart, and dependable. He'll fit in. We're gonna and better, text, and better than Nick Mullins too. Extreme comp- We're talking about some extreme competency here, folks. Te- Texas, <laughs> Texas culture. No, I, I, I believe Nick Casario is going to be better than that, and I believe that Jack Easterby will not be a Texans employee next year. All right. I, I believe like those things. I believe those things because I want to believe them. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <well. laughs> Agree with that. <laughs> there you go. There yeah, you go. I like that too. I think so. There also. you go. Well. It's- well, on that note, we'll call us a podcast and we'll reconvene at a, another day in time. So I hope you enjoy your super wild card round tomorrow whenever you get to watch the Bills and the Colts and the Titans and the Ravens because ah, the other games don't matter. Real, real quick, we probably need to go ahead and make predictions just so we all look like fools tomorrow or on <laughs> Sunday. Um, go, go ahead, Weston. Give me, your, uh, give me your predictions for the weekend games. All right. Well, I have uh, Bills <laughs> over Colts. I bet $50 on that game. I bet $50 on the Titans money line because I have a friend who's able to drive to a casino for me. All right, me. so so Colts, Colts, Bills, what's the final score? Uh, I, have like, I, I don't know, Bills by like 14 or so. Okay. Rams, uh, Rams, Seahawks. Like Seahawks by like six. Buccaneers, Washington football team. The Bucks by like 10. Baltimore, Tennessee. Titans by four. That's horrendous. Bears, Bears, Saints. Uh, Saints by seventeen. Browns, Steelers. Steelers by seventeen. Wow. Uh, all right, Rivers. Colts, Bills. Bills by three. Rams, Seahawks. Rams by three. Ooh. Buccaneers, Washington football team. Um, the football team will have a lot of fun on the field. They'll try very hard. I understand. <laughs> They're going to try really hard, but how many points will they lose by? Many. <laughs> many. More than many. 10. Double, digit, double digits. Yes. Okay. Ravens, Titans. Uh, I'm sorry. That's Patriot South. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ravens by two. Okay. Bears, Saints. Um, Mitch Trubisky gets slimed 30 times on the Nickelodeon broadcast. <laughs> right. And the, and the, uh, Bears will lose by how many points? 12. Brown Steelers. I feel bad. I feel sick. And yet? Steelers by four. Okay. Uh, I've got the Bills beating the Colts by 10 points. The Seahawks beating the Rams by 7. Tampa Bay beating Washington by 14. Baltimore beating Tennessee by 7. The Saints beating the Bears by 10. And the Steelers beating the Browns by 14. So... 
Now, Who's now, it? what's your Super Bowl pick? Let's clip it. Let's clip it. Clip it. Go ahead. Go ahead and put it on. Put it on the internet. Send it to the internet, as Johnny Lawrence would say. This whole thing has been streamed, by the way. It's cool. been a live stream. Yeah, I put it on Twitch. People are watching. I like it. Fantastic. I feel bad for people. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven viewers have wasted their lives. Yeah. No, they're enrich- we're we're enriching their lives this very second. That's What's your right. Super Bowl pick, Tim? Uh, let me look. You know what I need to do? I need to look at the brackets real quick. <laughs> I know what my Super Bowl. I need. I know what my Super Bowl pick was before the season started. Um, let me look. Uh, while while I'm looking, why don't you guys tell me your Super Bowl picks? Uh, I can go first. My preseason one was uh, Chiefs over Saints. I've turned that to. Chiefs over pa- uh, Chiefs over Bucks, just because I think the Bucks can beat the Packers. Okay, my, my preseason pick. I actually put the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, so I like to forget. Yeah, I remember that. that. I remember uh, that. Yeah, uh, you said you said you said. I remember you wrote "Thanks, Brain." I hate it, and you picked Cowboys, Cowboys, Ravens, Titans, Cowboys, Ravens. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And who is it now? Uh, probably gonna go Chiefs Packers. I am going to go Bills over the Packers. I I all of a sudden have become a Josh Allen truther. I don't like wow. it. You, you spend too much time with Weston. <laughs> I do. I don't. I don't feel good about myself. But I think that uh, I. You know, I'll say this. I will absolutely call for a Chiefs Bills. Uh, AFC championship game. And I think it has a chance to be awesome. Uh, it also, it also would not surprise me one single bit. If the chiefs won that game by three touchdowns. But, or if that game gets ruined, like how it happened last year, where we were all expecting chiefs Ravens and they sure, got ruined by the Titans. Sure, you know, sure, sure, sure. But I, I, I think the bills, I think the bills probably are playing the best football of anybody right now. All of a sudden I believe in them, uh, which again, I thought Josh Allen was going to be a complete freaking disaster as a top 10 pick. And he has been an absolute stud, uh, which uh, I, I would not, I would not have ever foreseen whether that's uh, Brian Dable or Stefan Diggs or whatever. It's really, really something to watch. I think the bills are a lot of fun to watch. I think they beat the chiefs and I think they win the super bowl. Okay. Let me ask this. Uh, <laughs> so you, you had you had the Packers. Weston, who do you have in the NFC? I had the Bucks because I think the Bucks will be yeah. the Packers. You think the, do you think the Bucks are the clear number two in the NFC? As long as they're not playing the Saints, but I think they would be able to pull it off at this. I think just like Breeze just so banged up right now. I don't really trust the Saints. I don't yeah, trust I don't the either. Saints at all. I think the Saints will lose before they should. I think the best roster is just the quarterback there is just screwed up. You know. You'd rather have Jamison there. Oh, yeah, yeah I would. for sure. <laughs> I'm a thousand that, percent sure. That's the thing, Weston, is that, you know, I, I try to give you credit for your Josh Allen love. You're, <laughs> you're off the beaten path. And yet you still champion Jameis. You, you're you're going, you are going to the iceberg. It's already hit the iceberg. He's already hit the iceberg. <laughs> he's already hit the iceberg. There are no lifeboats. And you keep saying all's going to be fine. Well, it's more just like I like guys who do things that nobody else does, and like Jameis, like throwing, throw thirty, like throw thirty interceptions, and throw forty, thirty six touchdowns, whatever it was. Like nobody else does that. Well, like I just like guys to throw the ball far. And he why does do you that. like Julian Davenport then? Lots of people give him sacks. 
Uh, I don't like he like was really good in one versus one blocks, and I liked his Bucknell video. And he's like, really, he had really pretty. <laughs> no, pass nobody set. had better Bucknell video. <laughs> nobody like, had, had better. Nobody he had a had really pretty pass video than Julian Davenport. <laughs> what state was Bucknell in again, Matt? <laughs> uh, it's in Pennsylvania. I got it now. <laughs> That's right. Send it to the internet. Nobody had better Bucknell video than Julian Davenport. That's, yeah, and like he was, he had really good one versus one run blocks, and his rookie year was really promising. And then they moved him to right tackle and ruined his whole career. We need to do. We need to get a, a battle red blog T-shirt printed up with you, sort of a silhouette of you and your ponytail, and on the back it can say, "Nobody had better Bucknell video than Julian Davenport." Oh, I would love that. I don't know if they I, make T-shirts for us anymore, though. We we they do. You get when, whenever you want. They've got them. Uh, I think it's through Breaking Tea. We just have to send in a design. You, what you got to do is got to get like that old Stephen Colbert video, uh, photo where he's like. Uh, pointing to whoever he's supposed to be interviewing, and it's just Weston mm-hmm. and Davenport. I like that. Weston and da- Weston and Davenport, Weston and Martinez Rankin. Um, who are some of the other ones that you really loved that were terrible football players? I well, Kahali's getting there, but Kahali's Kahali, like he's there. Kahali's already there. He's there. He's not. He's I, there. He's I, there. I I printed out a picture of his Instagram on my wall for my New Year's resolutions and. <laughs> Every time I don't want to do sit up, yeah. Every time I don't want to do sit ups, I'm like, all right, Kahali's still there. I gotta do him. Kahali's there. Kahali would want me to do it. Who else? Who else have you championed that was an absolute disaster? Uh, shouldn't take see, you this I, long. There's a lot. I like, of them. <laughs> yeah, I like Zach. Well, I like Zach Fulton out of Kansas City, and then he yep. was a completely different player in Houston. Yep. Um. Rivers, oh, while Weston is while Weston is thinking, give me some names of people that you champion that have been completely terrible football players. Cordero Patterson. Yep. Um, Who else? No, that's my biggest one. I wanted them to pick Robert Quinn over JJ Watt. Remember that? I, that I you weren't alone. You weren't alone though. I think most it, people yeah. most people wanted Quinn or Prince of Mukamara. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, bad, they were, speaking of bad quarterbacks, Kyle Wilson. That's one. Oh, but again, you weren't alone, man. Everybody loved Kyle Wilson. No one wanted Kareem Jackson. I'm talking yeah. about somebody you were out on an island for and that nobody thought was – that nobody was saying was going to be good. You were convinced he would be, and he wasn't. Oh, I never really got that. Well, I mean, like, I, I was never really scouty when I was younger, you know? Like, I, okay. I, 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 never, I never became the guy who was like, I'm going to watch eight games of Kansas film – and we're going to see what this Zach Dials has. <laughs> Kansas oh, State. Kansas, Kansas State. State. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't that guy. Oh, Put some man. respect on his name. Uh, for what it's worth, I, I uh, watched David Carr in his first home preseason start and said he reminded me of Brett Favre. So, oh, yeah. I yep. like that. Yeah. No, I, he, he scrambled. He was, he was a gunslinger. That was what I thought. Uh, <laughs> and sadly, things have not gotten much better for me. You it's hated been, Mahomes, been, didn't you? I did. Despised yeah. him. Thought he was going to be a complete bust. If there was, I think there's a post where we all made our predictions about who we wanted them to take, who we didn't want them to take, and who they would take. And I think the guy I was adamant that they shouldn't take was Patrick Mahomes because I saw him at Tech and saw absolutely nothing about him that I would that I thought would translate. You just, I think I was a bit. Saw that garbage offense, and you were like, I was a big. I think that I think that year I was a big Deshaun Kaiser in the late first guy. 
Yeah, me too. I was like, I like, I love Watson. I think it's a great pick, but I understand why you would trade I, up I and take him. We could take lesson. Kaiser. <laughs> I learned my lesson from EJ Emanuel. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> is that 2013? I think that was the that was the I think that was the DeAndre Hopkins year. We weren't we were no, not in we weren't was he was I think if I'm thinking of twenty thirteen I think it was fourteen. Was, no, fourteen was uh was uh Bridgewater. EJ yeah, Manuel but, I think EJ yeah, Manuel was the only quarterback taken in the first round in twenty thirteen. I think right. I remember I remember Houston I beat Manuel in fourteen. Yeah. 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 EJ Manuel was twenty. We weren't in the market for a quarterback then because Matt Schaub was coming off a twelve-win season. No, <laughs> not in twenty thirteen. We weren't. In no, the twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. twenty thirteen draft. Right. Twenty thirteen right. draft. Yeah, twenty twelve. He was coming off a twelve-win season. And what people don't. Well, I think what people forget about that twenty thirteen draft is no one in a million years thought DeAndre Hopkins was going to be there when the Texans picked, and the only reason he was was because the Rams traded up to number eight to take Tavon Austin. <laughs> yep. Tavon Austin was the guy that, that the Rams thought was going to change their offense. And DeAndre or DeAndre Hopkins fell to, was it, I think it was 26th overall, which yeah. no one, no one thought he was going to get past the Rams. And I think like 13 or 16, hmm. but you know, you I know just, what, you know, you now, now, now that you've, you've percolated these bad memories. I remember, Ending a season one year, I think it might have been the Texans' 2015 season, maybe. I remember ending a season where they had a bad quarterback situation. I was like, got to draft Brandon Allen this year. Oh, you did like Brandon Allen. That's true. Or, or was it Brandon Allen? Is this it the was, same Brandon Allen? It was Brandon some Allen. Allen. It's Brandon Allen. It was uh, the guy that was the um, – it Arkansas. wasn't Brandon Allen. Arkansas quarterback. You're right. Who, who yeah. went – Later than everyone thought he would, and dropped thirty-one Houston this year. No, different dude, isn't it? I think different it's a different Brandon guy. Allen? I think yeah. it's a different Allen. That yeah, make me... maybe Tyler Allen. Does that sound right? That sounds vaguely right. I'm gonna Google Arkansas quarterbacks. Brandon Allen went to Arkansas. Oh, maybe it was him. 2013, 2015. Okay. You might be well, right. Shit, you're right. Came, it was him. He then. came back. He did. Even though, even though Rivers Rivers canonized him and then wrote him off, as as I, as I always predicted, he would throw for three seventy in reliance. Easy. <laughs> it was so funny watching him the following against the Ravens, who had like <laughs> yes. a you know top ten defense, and he was like seven for thirty one. You're like, yeah, okay, this is the worst defense I think Houston's <laughs> ever had. <laughs> but see, I you know I maybe it was just I was resigned to how bad they were, but. It's see, and it may simply just be how you know when you where you were when you were watching them. But I I always will remember the Frank Bush Richard Smith defenses as being far worse, even if well, statistically they weren't. The twenty ten game, the twenty ten one was ruined because of the uh, Rusty Smith game. Oh, that's like, true. That should have been the worst defense by far. That's but then true. they had the one I, game. I think they shut them out, and then I think over Quinn had two or picks. close to it. We're yeah. close to it. Did Rusty Smith ever play another game in the end? No, not a chance. Were you more of a Rusty Smith guy or a Billy Bullet guy? Who was this question to? <laughs> Either one of you. <laughs> uh, more of a Billy Bullet guy, yeah. Yeah, there we go. 
Rusty Smith uh, threw five more passes in 2012. <laughs> against the Minnesota Vikings in a 30 to seven loss. I I also I just love how Zach Beth the Murder played like seven starts and four more against JJ Watt. I think Tim muted himself. <laughs> yeah, I think he left the chat. <laughs> we just need Zach Bolton in right now. I, 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 I think what happened is we talked about Rusty Smith and he ascended. <laughs> <laughs> Entered the next live. It's like how you got with uh, with uh, with Josh Allen this year, except you know, different. Yeah, it's been remarkable. I'm I'm I, so excited for tomorrow. It's my Super Bowl. I, I just didn't want you guys. I just didn't want you guys to hear me uh, pouring another whiskey. <laughs> well, they, actually, my chat did say he's fixing another drink. So there you go. There, there you go. It's 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 not it's not untrue. I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to put it out there because uh, I didn't. I didn't want my kids to have to listen to this in ten years and then me remind them how much I love them. <laughs> but I, again, wouldn't do it nearly as creepily as what we witnessed today. Uh, despite no Zach uh, Zach Fulton uh, Zach Fulton Rusty Smith. It's good times. It's all horrible, horrible times. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's Texans. Yeah, it's Texans. It's Texans fandom. There's there's so many guys that I've been wrong about uh, that were Texans or obviously went other places. It's it's absolutely staggering. I remember being excited when the Texans uh, drafted Seth Wand. Yep. Um, and remember, I remember being furious when the Texans drafted Dwayne Brown. So uh, it, it's clear none of us. It, it's clear none of us know what we're doing, uh, and yet here we are, years later, still arguing about it on a Friday night because we're all old. It's Fred Weary's <laughs> time to shine, baby. Fred Weary, who got tased by HPD. Yep. <laughs> Damn, really? Ta- yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Google Google Fred Weary taser. He got tased. He got tased by HPD. I th- he was still with the Texans, but he might have been on IR. Am I right about that, Rivers? Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I, I feel like he wasn't. I feel like he wasn't actively playing when he got tased. But Tim, anyway, Tim, he was on the roster Tim, for sure. Tim is Battle Red Blog. He is on Twitter when he chooses to be on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> something. Something that always happens every logs on there. People are asking if you have a Twitter. Why are you not following Tim? So no, it's the, yeah, it's usually me. Unless it's a unless it's just a link uh, to the to the website. In which case, it could be anybody. But if it's an actual non-link, it's probably me. Yeah, it's always you. Or Scott. <laughs> it's never Scott. Sometimes Scott Scott doesn't exist. Sometimes, sometimes it's Scott. No, I linked, I linked uh, Scott's actual Twitter handle uh, today uh, when uh, BFD sent me a tweet. I, I gave Scott the credit. So he does exist. People have met him. I met him in 2013. Even know who he was. You met Scott. Yeah, I think so. I went to the draft party that BFD set up when the clowny pick happened, and I was there for like six picks and left. And I think I met Scott there. <laughs> I don't think you did, but I think that's a great story. And I think I did. <laughs> I met somebody. I was like, yeah, I know. I used to write for the the site too, or something. And I think so. I don't know. No, it was it was yeah. Let's let's make let's let's gonna. I absolutely think it was Scott. That's gonna be the story. I'm I'm I don't know. I met somebody though. <laughs> you met someone. Back, really. 
I know what, the, <laughs> the, the thing I remember most about that draft was I was more upset that Texans didn't draft Teddy Bridgewater than was that my girlfriend at the time was moving to a different state for the summer. And I was just so upset about uh, Bridgewater leave, not coming to Houston. And it, it ruined my like whole summer and the next three years of my life, you know. Let me ask you a question. Any regrets? Probably you're no, still more upset. Zero. Yeah. No, I'm more I'm so more so much more upset. I have a very clear memory of watching that last Texans Titans game in twenty thirteen and watching I don't even remember who started the last game, but whoever it was throwing pick after pick, the Titans winning and exclaiming to my father, This is fine. We're gonna get the chance to have Teddy Bridgewater for the next ten years. <laughs> I remember going to Jacksonville that year we actually football outsiders did a thing where me and me and Aaron both went there and, and kind of hung out with them for a couple of days and I watched that like from an owner's suite and I was like that was that was the game they had the chance to win to knock themselves out of the sweepstakes they won and I was like hell yes getting Teddy Bridgewater there are definitely embarrassing tweets about that yeah and, you know, was, and Cecil Shorts was great that game I watched that game with BFD that night, and Cecil Schwartz is awesome that game. What I remember most about that game was the Texans found themselves down by like 14, or it was like either like a one-score game or like a very close to a one-score game. And like it started the fourth quarter, they threw the ball like 15 times in a row. And I, and I was like, Matt Schaub's going to get picked. He's going to get picked. This is what happens. And he got picked. I remember it was on Thursday night also. That's about it. I remember Shorts was great and it was on Thursday night. There are magical times. Magical times <laughs> when we had draft picks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're going to do this spring. I have no idea. I'll tell you I what mean, I'm not going to do. Study draft prospects. You're not, right. you, nope. you're not going <laughs> to watch cornerbacks from Southeast Central Louisiana State University? No, I've got a, I, I brush up on my Bucknell film. But other than that, I'm fine. Rivers, Dang. you know who put together the best Bucknell film ever? <laughs> who was it? It rhymes with Julian Davenport. He was outstanding. He really stood out. That's why the Texans took him in the fourth round to be their left tackle of the future. You know, he, they just played him too soon. They moved him right tackle in his career. They gave, him, they gave up on him too early. And now they have Laramie Tunsil, and they're clearly worse for the wear. Yep. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if things were supposed to be in, in, in your world, Weston, it was supposed to be Davenport at left tackle, uh, Martinez at right, correct? Yes, that's the way it should have been. That's how it should have been. They, and so they put Martinez at left and Davenport at right, and they ruined the whole thing they had set up. It was beautiful. <laughs> I, I think that's a highlight of my, uh, my time riding about football was adding the Houston Texans to draft rank, and then they did it. You looked looked like a seer. It was amazing. I still enjoy (laughs) linking to that, although I haven't obviously had the opportunity in the last two years because I don't think Martinez Rankin's in the league anymore. But he's he's in Kansas City. He's about to win another Super Bowl this year. Is he, he has more Kansas, rings than is Texans he in Kansas do. City like somebody who's uh, traveling and staying at the courtyard by the airports in Kansas City? <laughs> well, no, they moved to the guard and he got he was actually starting to play decent and then he tore his knee and then he was on IR and he won a Super Bowl and now he's he's backing up that Italian guy the Chiefs have. Uh, El, El Grunetti. Or whatever <laughs> that, that Italian guy. I don't see ethnicity, Weston. This is a this is a this is a PG podcast. I don't call people by their ethnicity. <laughs> that Italian guy. All right, so I have here every player drafted 
in the NFL who went to Bucknell. Julian Davenport is second in career approximate value of 15. Uh, number one is Tom Mitchell. He was drafted in 1966. He was a tight end wide receiver, and he played for the Oakland Raiders in the AFL. How many people are on that Bucknell list? Let's see here. Uh, 44 total players. Then I'm going to ask another question. How many people are on that Bucknell list after 1990? All right, let's see. Well, after 1990, Davenport's the best. I'm not asking about the best. I'm asking about how many total people are on that list after 1990. Okay, only... Oh, man, this is rough. Yeah. yeah. He's the only one. That's that what I he thought. Was a, when you he was the your, first when one When you hit your wagon to the Bucknell football train, things are probably going to go poorly <laughs> for you. The first one picked in the draft since Sam Haverlack in 1969 with the Baltimore Colts, the 207th overall pick. Uh-huh. So you're telling me nobody except Julian Davenport was drafted out of the Bucknell football program after 1990? Well, well here's the thing. I mean, when you when you think about it, Bucknell being in New York but also in Pennsylvania, <laughs> it's really hard for prospects to figure out which place you're supposed to go. That's absolutely right. It's Little a, known fact, exa- Bucknell has a satellite campus in Pennsylvania. <laughs> their main campus is in New York, but their satellite campus is in uh, is in Pennsylvania and that's why they don't get the they don't get the shine they should. It's tough. It's tough out there. That's you how know, prospects like Julian Davenport fall through the cracks. Getting overshadowed by Buffalo. People think Bucknell Buffalo, Bucknell Buffalo. We're not sure which one is which. They both start with the B. Both they're, both, they both kind of are Buffalo. I mean, they're, they're the bison, you know? It's kind of a Buffalo. <laughs> All I really want out of the next two to three years of, of my football fandom is for Julian Davenport to end up in Buffalo with oh Josh Allen and to, watch, and to watch Weston's head completely explode. It's a dream team. That's what <laughs> that is. If, if, if Josh Allen was getting a snap from, what, Ben Jones with – Martinez Rankin and uh, Julian Davenport playing the tackle position, things wouldn't get any better for you, would they? Unless Bram Brooks was there and oh. they were able to like get Derek Newton from the grave and uh, <laughs> put him in there somewhere. Well, it, you know, I could see Davenport going to Buffalo though, like tied to Shecky's gonna be a free agent. They always they could use a swing tackle next year. Right. What about a good swing tackle? Uh, Davenport's a pretty good swing tackle. He has a PFF grade thing of like sixty three point seven in the seven snaps he played. I, uh, okay, okay. To explain, to explain, I don't to know. I don't know what I find more upsetting about that: you citing PFF as an authoritative source, or you actually knowing what his grade was. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I just remember they played Seattle and he played like nine snaps and didn't give up a pressure. And I post the clips like, "Look how good Julian Davenport is." See, it's uh, see, I told you guys that like. Also, still see some things on Twitter here and there. It's like, yeah, Davenport's pretty good. But he became pretty good. I'm like, yeah, he did. Of course he did. Do you have a news alert set up for Julian Davenport's name on Twitter? <laughs> no, but what I what but, I do have but, but is should all, you? But yeah. should I should. <laughs> I should. They're gonna delete my Twitter account though if I keep talk if I keep following them though and, and sending them messages. But um, I I'll, I'll watch like the Dolphins play. And I always have my eye out for him. Like, where is he? He's there somewhere. I usually see him on the sideline though. I really hope that you send Julian Davenport the uh, the clip of Daddy Loves You. From oh, I'm 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 going to take pull that clip. I'm going to post it on Twitter tomorrow morning, 
And no, listen, it has to be directed to, to Julian Davenport. Has to be at him. Okay, okay. Has okay. To be I'll, him. I'll, I'll add him. Be like, this is for you, Julian. You have to let him know. Texans fans, and by Texans fans, I mean you only, are still thinking about him. <laughs> I um, I was like last summer. I was in the toilet. And I almost bought a Julian Davenport <laughs> Dolphins jersey. I was like, man, it's thirty eight dollars. Like, I that's that's very irresponsible. I can't do it. <laughs> All right, let me break that down. You were sitting on the toilet <laughs> looking at Julian Davenport paraphernalia. I had to get him custom made. I had, no, I had to get custom made, named. So I like go up and look at his number again. There, there is no Julian Davenport. <laughs> no, you have to get made in the store. <laughs> what website was this on? Was this on Etsy? Not NFL.com. You was, can put whatever name you want. Was this going to require some housewife in Davie, Florida to make you a Julian Davenport jersey? Oh no, no, the housewife in uh over there is gonna make me a half Davenport, half Martinez Rankin jersey and then stitch them both together. You like know? the old Peyton Manning jerseys between the yes, best, exactly. between the, the, the Brock. I, you know what? I'm gonna make that happen. Okay. Probably All tonight. Right. Text me your uh, text me your mailing address. Okay. I'll send it, I don't have your phone number, but I'll i I'll send you an email. Yeah, e- email me your mailing address. I'll make it happen just so you can uh so you can finally achieve achieve that part of your dream. Oh man, what a life! <laughs> I can only imagine. You've made it. You're gonna have your Julian Davenport Davenport uh, jersey. You wear it every day. Yep. You will be yeah. Buried in it. Well, I'm waiting for the springtime so I can get my Kahali wearing one and cut the sleeves off of it, and then go deadlift 145 pounds. Pretty pretty sure those are gonna be on clearance. Yeah, yeah, I think so. If you I can, so. if you can even make them, I, I don't think Kahali's NFL journey is going to uh, continue in Houston after this year. You think Casario's going to cut him? Uh, I think anyone's going to cut him. Yes, Casario. I don't, I, I don't think Casario's going to cut him because I think he's going to send some random low-level intern to do it because he's not even that important. Right. That's hurtful. That's well. Mean. <laughs> I mean, is it fair to say uh, Weston Kahali Waring hasn't been what you hoped he would be? Yeah, I just think he's he's too cool to learn the playbook, and it's more fun to you know take shots of vodka than he's, uh, listen to Bill O'Brien. Is he too, too cool? cool to is he too cool to actually stay on the field? I, I wonder if he was actually. I've I always theorized he was on an IR for being too hot. I mean, too cool was the problem. That's what they put him on IR. He kept distracting Bill O'Brien by how hot he was. So I have, some, like, I have somebody in this chat um, who lives 10 minutes from the Bucknell campus. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're going to go to the Bucknell campus and see if they can find any Julie for merchandise for you, Matt. You, Thank you. And yet, you maybe that, they have like a, a Hall of Fame like case. That young lady, I am glad to pay for that. <laughs> well, there you go. If you can find a Julian Davenport college jersey, I am in. <laughs> and I will buy both the road and home versions. <laughs> this is the greatest time of my life. So, so Weston has one to wear to church and the other one to wear to game day. Yes, I'm, exactly. I'm in. I can't believe there's somebody in the chat. First off, I can't believe there's a person that is close to Bucknell. Second, uh, third, I can't believe there's anybody in the chat. But regardless, that's awesome. We're, I'm in. If there is if there is Julian Davenport Bucknell gear to buy, I'm an interested I'm an interested buyer. 
That's the first Damn. time that sentence has ever been uttered. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Julian Davenport's family has Julian Davenport Bucknell here. <laughs> but I'm hey, but, but I'm in. Long... I want to support. I want to support New York private schools. <laughs> <laughs> hey, long arms, easy pass set. Yeah, reaches the point of contact without having to open the gate. That's all you need in a fourth round tackle project, you know? You are the Mike Devlin of Texans website writers. Whoa. Oh, that's that's hurts. That hurts my feelings. Whoa. Got the same eye for talent. Wow. Got the same hey, eye. Hey, well, for I talent. I was right about uh Brandon Brooks and Derek Newton, and I'll keep that to my heart. <laughs> and and wow. who were you wrong about? Uh, nothing else. It was the circumstances. That's it. No, I understand. Yeah. It wasn't. You weren't wrong. It just things didn't line up. They the could have been great. Was was wrong. Yeah. The uh the moon was in the right phase. That's why it didn't work out. That's right. It wasn't. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't the players' fault. Circumstances uh, conspired to keep them from being who they should have been. Yeah, like Mike Devlin. You know? I, I have received via Google Shopping a picture of a this guy loves Julian Davenport Houston football team. Fan T-shirt. Uh, I will send this this email to you, uh, Matt and, and and Tim, so that you can properly buy this. I probably should just go ahead and broadcast my credit card number and social security number over this chat, right? <laughs> just so this so so this person can buy it and we can be done. Yeah, I, I'm in. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm in. As, lo- as long as it ends with Weston proudly wearing Julian Davenport gear, I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, I will. I will 100% will. I need this until I get my, is, I my the fancy football jacket. I don't proudly wear it. Oh, for sure. I'll wear it everywhere. I mean, when you do, um, your, when you do the podcast with your buddy Taylor, you wear uh, Josh Allen stuff all the time, right? Yeah, I have a Josh Allen jersey I wore last night for it. Jersey or jersey? No, jersey. I got oh. a Josh Allen jersey. Yeah, I got it as a, birth, as a Christmas present last year. Who and got so that I save for it you? for uh, somebody I don't talk to anymore. <laughs> I, I have I have sent the email with the uh, the Julian Davenport Bucknell uh, T-shirt. Somebody that has got been sent to both Josh of you. Allen NFL jersey, and you don't talk to them anymore. Yeah, yeah. Is that a good story? Uh, it's a better life, is what it is. It's a be- ooh, ooh, a better life. What did they say to you besides buy you the jersey of your favorite football player? This is the best shirt I've ever seen. Where did this come from? This was from my chat. Uh, did they make it themselves, or is this actually out there? This was found by... Uh, hold on, I'm having a problem scrolling up here. And there's only one size, a large, which is the same size I wear. This is incredible. Can't believe I'm popping out my chat just to see this. This was found by Texan Texan Hog. Oh wait, oh, there you go. And this is the person who lives by Bucknell. No, no, I have a different person in my chat who lives by. <laughs> Twenty-six viewers, People and somehow really... we found we found a lot of Julian Davenport tie-ins. It's really interesting how that works. There, there are dozens really of us. There are dozens in a of us. Julian Davenport jersey. There are yeah, the... <laughs> That's awesome. That just shows you what kind of icon you've become. Hey, it's only taken, you know, six years, but here we are. 
Hero at this point. This is probably the greatest night, one of the greatest nights of my entire life. Earlier was the greatest. Now it's just one of the greatest. It's it's down. Yeah, some other me- some other memories then. popped up. He won't. He some won't other memories. He won't talk like to us. The memory of the person that you no longer talk to getting you a Josh Allen jersey. <laughs> that, but that was during the day, though, wasn't it? Night. <laughs> they just got you it during the day, and now you don't yeah. talk to them anymore. No, no. Man, that's that's tough. All they wanted to do, all they wanted to do was. Uh, Make you happy, and now you don't talk to them anymore. That's how, that's how life works sometimes, you know. Or another one. Let's go. What'd you say? Did you pour another one? Let's go. Oh, I did. I did just pour another one. It's true. I stopped <laughs> muting it this time. Now I'm looking. Now I'm looking for the email to see if uh, I actually had to. I thought I'd brought enough inside to uh, to make it through the. Uh, the podcast, and sadly, no. So I had to go ahead and go walk outside <laughs> to get some more. That's a Friday night to form. It's true. It's why I'm a good dad. <laughs> um, but regardless, so Weston, I'd like to hear a little bit more about why you don't talk to the person that got you a Josh Allen jersey anymore. Yeah, let's hear this story. Come on. That's not really a story at all. It was just it was somebody I was with and it didn't work out, and I, I don't know, and that was it. And that person knew that you loved Josh Allen, yeah, and got you that. Did they? Did they get you the authentic jersey? Did they spend money on the high dollar one. I don't know. It feels pretty nice. I, I couldn't tell you. And you still broke up with them. What did you get them for? I, was it a Christmas present, birthday present, what? It was Christmas, and I don't know. I don't know what I got them now. I don't know. I got them something. Was it as good as the Josh Allen jersey? Mm, Clearly not. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and answer that. No, it wasn't. And I don't know what you got them. Yeah, of course it wasn't. I don't know. I can't remember anymore now. I just put it behind you. I mean, that's a Josh Allen jersey. He's only, I mean, it couldn't have been that long ago. He's been in the the league, what, three years? I mean, it was last. It was like not this past one, but the winter before. Wow. Man, churning. Churning. I I can't remember. Now I can't can't even in good conscience ask the person that lives near Bucknell to get you a, uh, to get you a uh, Julian debt. You'll just, you'll throw them away once they're no longer of use to you. No, it's not throwing away. (laughs) I'll never throw that person away. I'm sure that's what you told the person that bought you the Josh Allen Jersey. I never said that at all. You probably said you're, uh, we're going to be together forever. No, I said you shouldn't. You probably shouldn't have done this. This was this wasn't a, a good investment of your money. <laughs> I don't I don't like you that much. However, I will keep the jersey. Good day, madam. Yeah. This was not a good investment of your money. Unlike this Julian Davenport jersey. That's that right. From <laughs> Matt Weston, love them, love them, and leave them as long as they're bringing them Josh Allen jerseys. No, no, no. <clears throat> So in that in that one instance, yes. But... That one instance. <laughs> no, never, no, never, and never since. Well, yes. <laughs> well, I'm in a I'm in a very healthy and committed relationship now. That's you know everything's grand and beautiful. And uh, if she got me a Josh Allen jersey, wouldn't be like that. I would throw away this Josh Allen jersey and then have this other one now. You're in a very good and healthy relationship with a girl, and that's why you're talking to a bunch of dudes on the internet at midnight on a Friday. Yeah, she has to work tomorrow. Oh, okay. So she's cities. asleep. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. I mean, I'm old. Uh, you know, my 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 best days are behind me. So it's it's 
I, I'm comfortable doing this. My wife and my wife was was happy to hear I would be doing it because it would mean I wouldn't be bothering her. <laughs> well, and she'll listen to the show, but whenever she checks the runtime on this, that's like three parts an hour and be like, I, you know, I love you, but I don't love you this much. There's no, there's no amount of love in the world you can give. There, there, there is no amount to go through this. My, my wife would never even listen to five minutes of this. Yeah. I, I, Rivers and I know each other's wives. There's zero chance that either of them are ever going to listen or ever going to click or listen on any of this. Not a chance. <laughs> no, they're both better than this. Right. I just saw the, I just saw the shirt now. Um, I'm going to buy a dozen of them. <laughs> <laughs> what about just like seven so one for every day of the week you know that's fine whatever you want man as long as you're gonna wear them as long as you're gonna wear them and you promise me two things you'll wear one when you get married and the other one when you get buried i'll wear i'll cut the sleeves off six of them and wear them to the gym and then uh i'll keep one for special occasions fair enough as long as you wear as long as you keep one for formal wear and that you can wear it you can wear it uh when you're when when you're getting married, I'm in because I assume again, the uh, the young lady that you're with now would be have zero problem with you wearing that when you walk her down the aisle. Yeah, I, I could probably sneak it underneath the dress shirt. No, know? no, 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 no. I'm talking about wearing it on the outside. Yeah, I don't think that work out very well. Man, man. Either way, uh, I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you a handful of the shirts just so you can wear them. Will you wear any of them to work? Uh, yeah, I'm working from home right now, so I would. Would you wear them to the actual office? It would have to be like a a Friday before a holiday, and I'd be, and I could probably do it. You can wear it over a collared shirt. I'm okay with that. Uh, sort of as like a sweater vest. <laughs> okay, just make it a little fuzzier, I guess. Just, as as long as it's being worn, that's what I. I just want to put it out there into the world because. I, I, I'm confident that this I'm confident that this shirt is going to be one of one. <laughs> yeah, there's only one size available, just large. I think that's the last one. I don't I, I, I don't think anybody I don't think there's any rush on these. Um, <laughs> either way, I'll, I'll, you better hurry up, man. Somebody else could get it. Yeah, well there's probably there there apparently what'd you say, twenty seven people watching on Twitch? Maybe some 20, of them will. We're down to twenty three now. I think we're uh, well can't blame them for that. They've got lives. Yeah. But if any of them if any of them beat me to these shirts, I'm going to be very very upset. <laughs> they do have the link. Probably the only people in the world who have the link besides. <laughs> now you know what else? I'm, I'm going to look at eBay right now and see if there's any Julian Davenport autograph footballs. No, you haven't. No, I'm looking right now. <laughs> no, I'm talking to my chat now. Somebody said they already bought. It. I was like, no, you haven't. No. Okay. There are not which is not really surprising. Can we, can we, do any of you guys know somebody in Miami who could ask Mr. Davenport, like, can you sign this football? Nobody I know in Miami runs in those circles. It's a shame. (laughs) Don't know anybody in the Davenport circle. It's true. It's true. Well, and he, to be fair though, he may not be in Miami much longer, right? Yeah, he's going to Buffalo. Right. Well, I mean, that's your dream, but, Julian Davenport jersey. Is that a thing? I think he I might think... be playing the Jets, actually. Oh, but Matt, well, he has to play left tackle. He can't play right. You know, that's the problem. I'm sorry. Those are tough circumstances for swing tackles, man. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. There's an autographed Julian Davenport uh, photo 
in his Houston Texans jersey. It looks pretty good. I see it. You, you it's, see like him, it. it's, it's not it's him, on your watch list. <laughs> yeah, it's him. It's him graduating. In the background. It says, "Oh, it has the Bucknell logo too on there." It's beautiful. I do not see one that has the Bucknell logo. Yeah, it says uh, Julian Davenport, Houston Texans, signed eight by ten autograph photo with COA. I don't know what that means, but it has a little Bucknell logo in the background. Oh, certificate of authenticity. Maybe we're looking at the same one. They're just labeled differently. Yeah. E- either way. That's uh, a good. It's a good Christmas. Maybe a good wedding present. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Maybe a good wedding present. I'll I'll let you know whenever I get hitched, and you can uh, give me a Julian Davenport size signed photo. No, we'll throw you a bachelor party. I I'll double it up with the Bill O'Brien signed photo. It's <laughs> hard. Sort do you of think like he's a good a wedding, That's a think... shower present and a and a shower present and a wedding present. Do you think he's going to go to Alabama? I do. I think it's a done deal. I think it's too perfect. I think he will too. Rivers? I think, I think you should go to PFF first, get a little knowledge, and then come back to, to oh, the NFL. Yeah, yeah. But Alabama could work too. Well, Eric Mangini says, what did Eric Mangini say about who the, st- the staff was going to be? He gives a shit with Eric Mangini. Gosh. Eric Mangini went on one of the Fox shows in the last couple of days and said, um, uh, I'm going to butcher this. Now I got to look it up. <laughs> He said. He said though that he he had the uh, he had the Texan staff picked out. Yeah, Adam Gase is the OC. And, yep. Um, I can't remember now for the DC, but yeah, I saw that. I'm looking. Patricia. Josh McDaniels is head coach. Patricia was the DC. That's exactly yeah, right. <laughs> Josh McDaniels head coach. Patricia DC. Gase offensive coordinator. The Holy Trinity. It. Doesn't get any better the than Father, that. Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit right there. <laughs> Julian Davenport jerseys for all of them. <laughs> you know, Jesus battled six hours on the house. But I don't think he battled as hard as that staff would. Who did? Do you think Patricia's going to get a job again anywhere? Sure. Yes. How many years? Did, did they extend him a year last year? To where he has one more year that he's getting paid. I think whether he works this next year depends on whether he's getting paid or not. But to answer your question, I absolutely think that he's. Uh, I, I absolutely think he's going to be a coordinator again. Yeah, I don't know anything about Patricia. I don't know that much about him. I think it's. I, I think he he will be an NFL defensive coordinator sooner rather than later. Whether he gets another head coaching job or not, who knows? I think he. I think he can one and done in the NFL again as a DC. Yeah, I give him that. One and done. You think he's got one year and then his career's over in the NFL? Every defense he puts together sucks. Even yeah. the Patriots ones have sucked. And I hear people like like I hear smart people talk about him. Uh, like actual coaches who are just like, yeah, he's got some great ideas, man. I mean, like, it's amazing if you listen to him talk and okay, yeah, that's cool, but you still have to actually perform and he doesn't do that. Do you, um, who's, um, you know, maybe he, maybe he ends up back in New England. A lot of them do eventually. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, they have, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Belichick's son there now, basically, right? Yes. 
And then Gerard yeah, Mayo is going to be the Texans head coach, so that opens that up. Yeah. And, and Steve Belichick cuts his own hair, too. <laughs> That's true. I bet you Steve um, Belichick Steve Belichick wears a lot of sleeveless shirts. I don't know what he does there at all. I my fa- One of my favorite graphics from this year, though, for sure, was Matt Patricia over the years in that Thanksgiving game, where it's just him getting, like, slowly just, like, hairier <laughs> after every single photo. What num? I'm gonna offer on this Bill O'Brien autograph photo on eBay. <laughs> the buy it now price is 19.95. What do you think my first offer should be? Um, seven dollars. So I just typed in five dollars and I got the increase your offer automatic uh, message, which yeah. I assume means he set some sort of reserve. Right. How many how many quarterbacks sort of passed for Bill Bryan during the time he was here? And that's so you should put bid for it. Oh, that's fair. So we've got Fitzpatrick. I mean that's well, that's, well, that's over twenty. Yeah. That's over twenty. <laughs> Fitzpatrick, <laughs> Hoyer, Mallet. Uh, sorry, Fitzpatrick, Hoyer, Mallet, Keenum. Uh Yates. Whedon. Whedon. Whedon, Savage, Watson. That's eight. BJ Daniels. Uh, yeah, BJ, Daniels. Yep, nine. AJ McCarron was here, right? Yeah, yep. he, he started week 17. Ten. I would guess that's it. Let me see if that no, works. We're, for, we're definitely forgetting people. Oh, Joe Webb, right? Yep. Did we say Fitzpatrick? We did. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put 11 and see if I can... Keeps telling me to increase my <laughs> offer. That's not fair. I'm not. I'm not. I'm 11's as high as I'm going. <laughs> well, you said you said it was just guys who threw a pass, right? Yeah, yeah. Cecil Shorts. Okay. <laughs> he threw like two good passes. Too. Jonathan Grimes threw a pass. Uh, good old DeAndre Hopkins. Good old DeAndre, Hop- DeAndre Hopkins threw a pass against Carolina. It's true. That was fun. I just have a hard time doing anything more than eleven dollars on this. Taylor Heineke <laughs> threw a, threw a, threw a Oh, Heineke was a legit quarterback, though. Yep. Oh, and who who's that guy that started against the Steelers? Is that Heineke? Remember in the in like seventeen, whenever they got beat by the Steelers by like thirty one points on Christmas Day. Yeah, who is that guy? Uh, I forgot about that guy. Heineke did play in that game. Yes, that was where his one pass came. TJ Yates started the game. Okay. All right, I'm doing twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> My offer's been sent. <laughs> Not automatically rejected, so I feel like I've been I feel like I've I, been had. I think you did it. I, Barry, I, I think you managed to overpay for something that you had to I think I did put too. a little bit Which, in for. PS pretty much me on eBay every time. <laughs> when it comes that's to sports ext- memorabilia. That's an extreme competency right there. So, well, somehow <laughs> Somehow this is like a fitting tribute to Bill O'Brien. It is. And, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say I've got a Steve Slayton autograph mini helmet I got on eBay. Uh, I also have a Deonta Foreman autograph mini helmet on eBay. Wow. Pretty good Tennessee this year? Yeah. Yeah. Not not terrible. Um, yeah, springy. No, it's uh, got my shawb. I got the, I got the, got the Benny Agbayani Homer. Uh, <laughs> Nothing's better than that. Nothing's the- better than your Benny Agbayani. Yes. What is that? 
It's a it's an autographed photo of him hitting a home run in the NLCS. Or, sorry, Weston the NLCS. doesn't know who that is. He didn't play for the Rangers between 2010 and now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> West, Weston's not Weston's not clear about who this Benny Agbayani is. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, but, I should, hey, I should have gotten I'm, a Kevin Minch autograph. Kevin oh, Minch. He had, he he had a huge head. They called him Shrek. He had an enormous head. Kevin Minch. Him and Hank Blaylock, they had Hank's homies, and they would they had big old heads, and that were not influenced by HGH at all. Are you are you excited about the Rangers' future? I don't know. I I don't like them at all anymore. I hate their stupid new stadium. I hate the air conditioning. Um, they don't have any good players at all anymore, except for and like I love Joey Gallo, but I don't think I would not use good to describe him as a baseball player though. You're more bullish on the Texans' chances of success than the Rangers in the next five years? Yes. Because of Deshaun Watson? Yes, and they're opening up the roof again, too. I like the sunlight, you know. You know they opened up the roof because no one was there in COVID, right? <laughs> That's fair. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just, I, I hate I hate this new stupid Rangers stadium. Like, I, I love going to the Rangers games, and it's like 105 degrees. It's the best ever. I went to a uh, a game there in August. It must have been like 99 oh, or yeah. 2000 uh, with the girl that I was dating up there. It was the most miserable I've ever been at a baseball game. It was it a so day much. game. It's a three o'clock start. It was like sitting on a furnace in hell. So we're, oh, so we're talking in the Rusty Greer era here. Yeah. I, Juan Gonzalez might have still been playing for the Rangers back then. Probably Todd Zeal and Royce Clayton were there. You know. I don't know. I don't Todd, know. It was a Todd Zeal, a great man. I think way. I think I blacked out. I probably got dehydrated and blacked <laughs> out. Well, that's funny because like you would get a beer and it'd be warm in seven minutes. He's like, all right, I gotta drink this in seven minutes before it gets too warm. That's healthy. That's good. Well, and you can also get seats behind home plate for like thirty bucks in the middle of summertime. Those day games and it's great. Because it was horrific. Because no one yeah, wanted to be outside there. in August at three o'clock. <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah, could, you, awesome. could get, you could get dollar tickets to the Astros, I feel like, for a while there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but at least then, over the summer, the, the Astros generally have the roof closed. Right. So, yeah, but, like, but, but you didn't endure Carlos Lee. So that might have been true. worse. Who the Rangers traded for? They traded for Carlos Lee. From, and they traded him to the Astros, I think. Maybe it's the other way around. So Lee I just Williams saw... I just saw I a coaching remember. update from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. Brian Dable slated to meet with the Chargers and Jets on Sunday. Ooh, all right. Urban Meyer met in person with the Jags. No movement yet, but Jacksonville firmly in the mix. The Lions came away impressed by Marvin Lewis in his recent interview. <laughs> there we go. Do you trust Jeremy Fowler? I, I don't know him. We don't we don't hang out much. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I don't run in the same circles that you do, Rivers. NFL reporters don't. Uh, we don't hang out much. Well, I mean, I just figured because of Julian Davenport and all. I mean, I know you're in his circle, so. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> that's, you think that's... I could get Julian Davenport on the podcast? <laughs> Man, if we could, he would do. He would be entirely creeped out by you. He would be showered in love. <laughs> He's pr- he would probably walk away never feeling better about himself <laughs> than if he was a guest on. And to be fair, I don't think it would be right for anyone else to be on the podcast except you and him. Oh, yeah, for sure. So uh, It would be the Chris Farley show. 
It would be better than talking to Andre Johnson. Be talking to Julian Davenport. You talking to Julian Davenport. No one right. else. Nobody else. No one else. Just Everybody me. else would be far more excited about having hanging out with Andre Johnson. How come, you ha- how come you haven't asked any of us about what charity projects we've got going on, Matt? Yeah, what do y'all got going on? <laughs> well, you know, I'm working with this, this, this low-end company. Writing some blogs. Uh, as of for donations, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm working with a company that gives uh, T-shirts to sad people. Uh, <laughs> you can write whatever you want on them. The idea is to brighten their day. Um, it's really it's really for people that need the inspiration, that need to feel better about where they are in their lives. And, and it's perfect for the new year too. It's 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 just about bringing joy and happiness into people's lives, and for me, there's no better way to do it than to have a T-shirt that has a finger pointing up at the person's face <laughs> and saying, "This guy or girl loves fill in the blank." I love it. That's that's what I'm about. Yep. <laughs> that's what I'm about. It is it is twelve fifteen. Jesus. Uh, I have to go coach my daughter's basketball game tomorrow morning. Good job. Yeah, that'll work out well. I think it will. I think it will. It always does. I'll be ejected in the first half like I normally am, regardless. (laughs) Make sure to tell them the daddy loves you lots for us. (laughs) That's that's actually our our huddle break. uh, When we we all put our hands in and I say, daddy loves you lots on three. (laughs) Uh, when, whenever I have children, I'm going to write every birthday card. Daddy loves you lots. I'm going to write every birthday card. This is a big brick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> will you, will you give your kids every birthday? The, this guy loves Julian Davenport t-shirt. Uh, and they, they, it's, and then we get to watch kind of like that, like school picture where it's like every picture in the schoolhouse, but it's them wearing a Julian Davenport shirt over the years. This guy's dad loves Julian Davenport. <laughs> I like that one even more. <laughs> this son could not be more disappointed that his father loves Julian Davenport. More than he loves me. More than he loves this, me. This guy's a dad who loves Julian Davenport more than he loves me. Perfect. Perfect. I'm, I'm in. There's a shower gift. Not to put the card ahead of the horse, but I'm in. All right. Well, this, this September, I'll send you an email. September, yeah. It's quick, quick timing. I hope she knows yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Either way. Well, boys, I enjoyed it. It's been a solid three hours. Yes. Yeah, right. It's a good time. It you has. Have a great weekend. It's been a lot of fun. Any, uh, I mean, not, not, to, not to take the uh, hosting duties away. Any final thoughts on the Texans, Weston, as they enter the offseason? Uh, no, it's, it's NFL playoff weekend. I'll think about them in three more weeks, you know. You're done with the Texans for three weeks? Well, until they hire a head coach, but yeah, pretty much. Rivers, sign William Jackson the third. You really think he hits the market? Yep. And you think the Texans would actually sign him? I have no idea. I'm just saying that they should. He's the new Jonathan Joseph. No, but he's better than what we got. Mm-hmm. You're better yep. than what we've got. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big brick, but I'll, I'll handle it. I, I, look, here's the thing. I've, I haven't seen you on tape, but 
but I've seen a lot of Vernon Hargraves on tape. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I'm willing, I'm, I'd rather roll with the devil I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, they mic'd him up. <laughs> Did they really? The, the most, okay, the most embarrassing moment of the season for me, I'm sorry, this is 12-15 conversation. No, that's all right. Yeah, it's yeah. fair. We're good. I, the most I, embarrassing I, moment you, of the season for me. you said, you know, they mic'd him up, I'll stay here till 3-15. <laughs> the most embarrassing part of this season for me was they posted a mic'd up on the website when John Weeks took the record from Andre oh Johnson. Gosh. And obviously, no, you know, nobody actually talks to John Weeks. The entire thing, basically. And <laughs> so he's just like clapping on the bench, like, yeah, go give him to Sean. I'm baffled at who decided that was a good idea. And every time I watch it, I die inside a little bit. Is it worse than the Easterby uh, pastorship? It is on par with that. God, I'll have to watch I did. Time. I didn't post it because, uh, true fact, there are things that I will not post. <laughs> okay. Well, there you, are you there are punches a... I will pull at times. There there are times when I even I'm just like, no, this is too heartless. <laughs> That's good. Well, you you are a, a cultural symbol though in Houston Texans football. I the word is icon. He's not a symbol. He's followed by the team. He's a followed legend. By the team. It's fair. Oh, the team follows you. Yeah. It's been cool watching and see like how much work you can do recovering the team without like you I guess like being a part of a newspaper. Like it's been cool. it's been fun watching what you like wrote and, and all the clips here that you've been able to pull and do it like that. It's been cool seeing that they didn't unfollow me yet. Because every time every day this offseason I've been like, you know, I've gotta be pretty close, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you gotta be like, oh man, here he goes with this Easterby shit again. <laughs> The only fan base that loves Rivers more than the Texans is the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's he, been he, a bit. It's been a big season for me, though. He, I mean, he, he wrote he wrote some flattering things about the Falcons about a decade ago, and they've never let him forget it. Oh, really? I grew a lot. I grew a lot this year of my Texans fandom, though. I feel like true. I really I've hit my niche and. I got yelled at by one player, but maybe two this year. Who knows? We'll see. It's true. I want, I want, I want Lonnie to come after you. That's what I want. Lonnie? You think Lonnie come after me? I, I posted, I, I, what was it, the Lions one where he blew the coverage? I wasn't sure if he was going to do that. I think he like thought about it. <laughs> The funniest thing, I think my the, the one of the funniest things this year is like we only talk on the field, don't talk on on the keyboard. As he was talking on the keyboard for the Chiefs game, they got suspended for the first half of it. <laughs> we only we only talk on the field. All right. I shouldn't make any enemies. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Tim. Except, Payton, except um, for except for John Weeks. John Weeks were mortal enemies. <laughs> Did y'all bump shopping carts at Kroger or something? Uh, no, we, we we bumped waitresses at Texas 360. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, good times. Those were the days. All right, that's all I got, gentlemen. All right, well, y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy watching the Bills tomorrow as they as they beat the Colts. You do the same, Weston. I know tomorrow's a big night, a big day for you. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl tomorrow. It, it is. It's, well, it's your first Super Bowl. You got a few Super Bowls coming every weekend. 
Yes. So call, sure. call the person who gave you the jersey, you know, just say thank you. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's what Jesus would do. Yep. Ask Easterby. But <laughs> but let let her know you appreciate her cro- let her know that you appreciate her coming into your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect yeah, let's let's it. let's uh, let's say that we did, and uh, not worry about whether we did or not. Oh, terrible! You're better than that, Weston. Remember, don't 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 be sad that it's over. Smile because it happened. I feel like I read that somewhere. I think I wrote down uh, smile because it's over, and so I I did the opposite of it. I no, think. you 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 wrote that I think in like three straight posts. So apply it to your life. No, I I no, I wrote it once. And I did it the opposite. Yeah, just apply it to your life. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> just a little, just a little, life, just a little life advice from you for a uh, from a youth basketball coach. I like it. I so like I'm going to tell the girls that tomorrow morning. Yeah, you should, and tell them that Daddy loves them a whole lot. Daddy loves you lots. Like I said, that's our <laughs> huddle break. Yeah, I love it. All right, well, y'all have a good night. Enjoy this weekend. Later, boys. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.